Welcome to Story Jam. Hey, this is Stephanie Rogers. I'm the producer of Story Jam, a live lit storytelling and music show based in Chicago. Story Jam features top storytellers and a kick-ass band playing original songs written for each story. For more information about that, please come visit us at storyjamshow.com. So in 2013, I took a solo show writing workshop, and I never did actually write a solo show, but I did discover a very vibrant storytelling scene. We started Story Jam in 2014, and sadly, there was nothing like a pandemic to get you to get your podcast off the ground. So today is our very first episode. We're going to hear a story told at our live show by Archie Jam. John Archie is a writer, server, professor, and show curator. After Archie's story, we're going to hear the song written for his story. Then we get to chat with Archie in person. By the way, Story Jam is sponsored by Twisted Alchemy, creators of award-winning 100% cold-pressed juices for craft cocktails. Twisted Alchemy's juices elevate spirits and are great for creating killer spirit freeze. They are amazing. Check them out at twistedalchemy.com. Now, here is Archie Jam Jun, live at Story Jam. I opened the bathroom cabinet and my sister's beauty supplies stood before me. We'll make you pretty, they seemed to whisper. My cooling sensation works wonders, said the jar of Noxzema cold cream. I will tighten your pores to the St. Ives cucumber face mask. And then the bottle of Sennon hair lightener threw it on the gauntlet. I will give you white people hair. I was 11 years old and locking myself in the bathroom for the wrong reason. I just wanted to be pretty. My parents' friends always said my sister Annie was pretty and I was handsome, but as their eyes moved quickly from me to linger on her, the truth became translucent. On this highway called life, Annie could stop traffic. I would get run over. (laughs) Annie's beauty allowed her to attend Barbizon, a modeling school in downtown Chicago attended by 12 rich white girls, a Jewish girl with a broken nose, two literal black sisters, and a half Latina from Texas who I never saw appear without fringe. On Saturday afternoons, they would practice essential life lessons like how to walk down a runway and take off a jacket at the same time. Annie excelled, but as I sat in the corner, I fumed with envy. See, I had seen George Michael's video for Freedom, which featured real supermodels walking down a real runway, and I knew I could outwalk all those bitches. (laughs) But even at our Thai temple, Annie stole the show. When our temple decided to produce Menorah, the Thai story of creation, they cast Annie as a lead angel. I had to play a monkey. (laughs) After the performance, as our parents drove us home, my parents told my sister what a great job she had done. They were so proud of her. And I, I, like a glum troll, sank deep into the beige leather interior of our Cadillac. I scowled at the moon and stars for placing me in her shadow. My mother looked back at me and said, Archie, why you look so sad? Oh, that's Archie, my dad began. He see the moon and the star, and he think about science, just like his dad. (laughs) They did not know me. (laughs) They just saw their young Asian son and figured I would be good at things like math and science, the academic roadmaps for ugly people. Yes, I said it, ugly people. (laughs) 
I would not be pushed down that road. I would be pretty, and I had a plan. Step one, take my sister's noxema and lather it all over my face until it's camphor, eucalyptus, and menthol made my face feel like a cough drop. <laughs> Step two, take her St. Ives cucumber face mask and apply it slowly and evenly so it came off in one long sheath instead of dozens of flakes. Step three, apply her sun and hair lightener because in the 90s, nothing made an Asian person look cooler than orange hair. <laughs> Step four, imagine Keanu Reeves. In 1991, Keanu Reeves starred in the mega-hit blockbuster music video, Rush Rush, by Paula Abdul. It was a remake of the classic film, Rebel Without a Cause. I often imagined that I was Paula and Keanu was my rebel. And one day, as I sat in front of the bathroom mirror engaged in my beauty routine, a more specific vision came to mind. Keanu would pull into the front of my parents' house with the screech of two wheels because that rebel had found his cause, me, Archie Jamjun. As I ran out to meet him, my parents would scream and beg for me to stay. Oh, Archie, we were so wrong. You are so much more beautiful and talented than your sister. Please stay. But it was too late. I would hop into the sidecar attached to Keanu's motorcycle, and we would speed up I-94 to a romantic and exotic land called Wisconsin. As the wind blew through my bowl cut, I would look at my rubble and scream, Have you ever been in love before? No, no, I have not been in love before. Isn't that terrible? And with those words, Keanu would pull over to the shoulder. He cut off the engine and got off the motorcycle with one swing of his meaty hind quarter. He walked up to me and looked me in the eye. Archie, it's not terrible. It just reminds us that we're all alone. But with those words, an epiphany broke onto his face as he realized that he, we, we were not alone anymore. We had each other. I closed my eyes and puckered my lips. I got ready for my first kiss. The bathroom door swung open. It was Annie. Are you playing with my beauty products again? What's wrong with you? I keep telling you, those are for girls. It does not say for girls on it. It doesn't have to, you idiot. Do you want me to put a tampon up your butt too? This is my bathroom too. I'll use whatever I want. And then I pushed past her. But in those days, my sister was so much stronger. She grabbed me by my t-shirt and flung me into the wall. She drew back her hand and clawed three marks onto the side of my face. Like Nancy Kerrigan after the attack on her knee, I fell to the ground screaming, why, why, why God, why? Not only would these marks forestall my plans for beauty, I would have to explain them to the kids at school. Where rumor had it, I might be gay. And that's when I decided I'd had enough. I didn't usually engage in boy activities, but I had been playing a certain video game, Street Fighter II, and I had become very adept at playing a certain character, the mistress of the tornado kicks motherfucking Chun-Li. Like a phoenix, I rose from the ground. As in, in the video game, I imagined Annie and I in a dirty alley in China. I started bouncing around on my feet, and then I pulled a leg back and kicked her in the stomach with a loud, yeah! She stumbled, ran to the toilet, and threw up. I had won! Or so I thought. After wiping her mouth, Annie lunged at me and pinned me to the ground. As she was berating me, I could tell she'd had dried fish for breakfast. 
Just as she was about to claw three more marks onto the other side of my face, my mother intervened and saved me. That day, I lost the battle, but I won the war. Not the war with Annie. She would keep beating me up for years. But the next day, my mother took me to Walgreens, where she bought me my own Noxema, my own face mask, and my own sun and hair lightener. Why? Because I'm her baby, my sister's the devil, and she simply loves me more. <laughs> and that day, I learned the price of beauty, that it could be sometimes bloody. Not in the end because it's worth very much, but if you're going to be bad at math and science, it's really going to help if you're pretty. Just ask Keanu Reeves. Thank you. You can be a model if you're pretty. Represent a beer or underwear. Use Noxema cream when you are dirty. Sun and when you want Caucasian hair But it's very likely that You suck at math Scientist You'll never be a scientist You can barely even pass a test In high school The obvious Keanu only knows one kind of pie It isn't too correct to be a brainy snob We all know nerds are smarter than hot guys But it's very likely that Hot guys can't act Scientist You'll never be a scientist You can barely even pass a test That was Archie Jam John live at Story Jam. And here is a conversation I recently had with Archie. Archie, when you hear that story, what do you think? I think, you know, actually I think about what a long journey it's been to get to a point on a stage like that. It was probably just, you know, five years before that, that my dad was like looking me in the eye and being like, what are you going to do with your life? (laughs) 
And I was like, I have no idea. The only thing I know how to do is write and serve tables. So I'm glad that this is finally taking me somewhere. And actually, you know, storytelling has gotten me, it's let me teach, it's let me do a lot of things that I never thought were possible for my life. When you think about how you crafted that story, did you start with a central moment in the that story? The story started because I had written a draft of a story between my sister and I fighting over her Robin Hood t-shirt. You know, Kevin Costner, Robin Hood wore it and she was like, you're so gay, you're in love with Kevin Costner. And like, <laughs> I remember that incident and I started writing a story about that, but then it turned into this Nagzima battle that we had. Can I just ask you though, why would you want to wear a Kevin Costner t-shirt? Well, when you're young. Favorite book? Uh, the Kitchen God's Wife, Amy Tan. Favorite movie? My Best Friend's Wedding. Favorite song? Ooh. Well, Spice Up Your Life is a theme song to my life. You know, your musical paradigm is totally different from my musical paradigm. You're like Spice Girls, Mariah Carey. I cannot stand to listen to men talk <laughs> or sing to me. <laughs> okay, favorite TV show? Absolutely fabulous, Golden Girls, Roseanne, I Love Lucy. Favorite karaoke track? Do you remember Richard Marks? Yes. I can sing now and forever. I think I want to sing it at my wedding. What's your favorite hobby <laughs> <laughs> that you can say on public radio? <laughs> that is why I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Story Jam? It is always so cool to see what another artist does with your work. Um, the singing, Story Jam has some of the biggest voices I've ever heard. I love when you do original songs. I love when they're cover songs. You know, I love a concert. Oh my gosh, you are a winner and always Archie Jenkins. <laughs> thanks for your story and thanks for talking to us. Oh yeah, anytime. And thanks to you, dear listeners, for checking out our first podcast. Always remember, in perpetuum storius, that means keep the stories going. We'll see you next time at Story Jam. Check us out at storyjamshow.com.